Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Cast Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Outcast Shark Sharks from the South Park Cast. Sharks from the South Park Cast. Podcast Shark Pod Shark Park Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Podcast Shark of the Podcast Shark. Podcast Shark. Pod. South Park Podcast Shark. South Park and South Park Podcast Shark Fun Podcast Fun Podcast Podcast Shark Shark Fun The South Park Podcast Shark Fun Welcome to Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm your host, Bill, and this week going to talk about a very, not only an interesting episode, but a very special episode near and dear to my heart. Um, the episode this week that I will be talking about is the biggest douche in the universe. Now, I, I want to explain real quick why this 
episode is so close to my heart. Because this was the very first new episode of South Park that I had ever seen. Because, you know, you, you, you know, when you're younger, you sneak in, you know, repeats here and there. But this was the very first new South Park episode that I had ever seen in my life. And it's this is the, the last three episodes of this season are basically the reason I started watching South Park. Basically, are these final three episodes of the season? But um, but no, this is um, this is an interesting episode to say the least. Although, aren't all South Park episodes interested interesting? Um, but. Uh, let's not hold up any longer. Let's get into this week's episode, The Biggest Douche in the Universe. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker, and it originally aired on November 27th, 2002, Thanksgiving Eve. That's right, Thanksgiving Eve 2002. What a better way to, you know, spend the time with the family the night before the big holiday, gather up, you know, the, your loved ones, your brothers, your sisters, your uncles, aunts, your mom, dad, your nieces, nephews, your kids, your wife, husband, whatever, and watch an episode of South Park. So, the episode begins at the hospital. How many times do we say that that much on this show? Not that often. So the episode begins in the hospital. Cartman is being rushed into the emergency room. And all you hear is, No, Kenny. No, Kenny. So we don't know what's going on. So after whatever is done with uh, Eric, Mrs. Cartman talks to the doctor. And the doctor's like, Ma'am, your son's running out of time. What do you mean running out of time? Can we get him more time? I don't know. He's... Just running out of time. If we just had a little more time, we can save him. So we get this quick dialogue of saving time, running out of time. Back, just good back and forth stuff. So Stan and Kyle go to Chef's house. And they tell Chef that Cartman's in the hospital. And they're not really sure how to feel about this. Because, you know, Cartman does treat them like crap. So... You know, Chef's like, well, you know, I mean, he is your friend. You should feel a little sad. And they're like, yeah, but, you know. So they go to the hospital, and they they see Carmen, and Carmen's like, hi, guys. Cartman? No, that's Kenny. What the hell are you doing here? That's Cartman. So the doctor is explaining to Chef that he needs to get a, 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 a time device to save Cartman before he runs out of time. So Chef's like, well, why don't I... I got an idea, because, you know, keeping him here is not going to do anything. Why don't we take him to see John Edward? And John Edward, for those of you who are younger and don't know who he is, is a quote-unquote famous psychic. So... As they're on the airplane flying to New York, they see a movie preview 
Here's Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider was an animal. Then he became a girl. But soon he's gonna be a stapler. So it's this preview for a movie called The Stapler. Yeah. So they get to the studio and they get inside to the show. And ladies and gentlemen, Sean Edward. So John Edward does his shtick. Is like, uh, and I got a I got an M here. Um, um, Mark, 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 Mary, 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 Mary was my mother. So, you know, and the boys are trying to get John's attention, and John's like, that's not how it works. Uh, so I, now I, I, okay, a cousin, Kimmy, Kenny, yes, Kenny, Kenny, um. All right, Kenny. Um, he he he's dead. Yeah. Um, he just wants you know to uh, let you know he's fine. And then he talks about how uh, uh, Kyle he, uh, Kyle pops up and he's like, uh, I was having words with your grandmother, and uh, that she's disappointed in what you're doing, and you should be doing better. And your grandmother says to look for four white doves. So, this freaks Kyle out. However, Chef is upset because John Edward didn't do anything to help Cartman. So, Chef has one other idea. And we find out right now because they're at the airport. And Chef and the Cartmans, they're going to go to Scotland. Meanwhile... Stan and Kyle got tickets to go back to Colorado. So, as they announce uh, the flight to Kyle, to Denver is being boarded, Kyle turns around and he sees the sign. He's like, Stan, there's four white doves. And Stan's like, yeah, you could see four white doves anywhere. And he's like, no. And he sees this sign for Juilliard, a Jewish school. <laughs> this is so good. And, and the way it's spelled is great because the, the real Juilliard is J-U-I-L-L-I-A-R-D. This Juilliard is J-E-W-L-E-E-A-R-D. And it's so funny. And he's like, oh, my grandmother wanted me to come here to Juilliard. And Stan's trying to get Kyle back. And... Stan is desperate, so he ends up going to John Edwards' house. And at first, he's turned away because the butler thinks, oh, sorry, he doesn't do private, private readings. And he's like, no, 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 I just want to talk to him. Oh, okay, come on in. So the butler goes, and he pushes a button. Ladies and gentlemen, John Edward. Here comes John Edward. Butler pushes another button. So... <clears throat> Excuse me. So Stan tries to have a, pe a, a conversation with John Edward. And, you know, he's talking about how this whole thing isn't true. And he's got his friend concerned, going crazy. And basically, Stan goes, okay, you know what? You are a douche. And John starts to flip out. I'm not a douche. And he's like, yeah, you, you're, you're the B 
biggest douche. And John Edwards says, like, look, stop it. I'm gonna if you keep this up, I'm gonna go into my into my uh into my room and I'm gonna call the police. I'm gonna go and you know oh god, what was the name of it? Oh I can't remember. Um yeah, oh god, I can't remember the word. But anyway, um, and then Stan's like, I nominate you for the biggest douche in the universe. Oh, he goes into his panic room. That's what it is. He goes into his panic. He's going to go into his panic room and he's going to call the police. So Stan nominates John Edward for the biggest douche in the universe. And as Stan's leaving, he takes some of the books um, that John Edward has. So now... Chef, Eric, and Mrs. Carmen, they're on the plane. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a 12-hour flight to Edinburgh. And Carmen's pissed because it's going to be a long flight. So we get to see another trailer. Rob Schneider is a carrot. And it's a trailer for what I just said. Uh, he's a carrot. So... So, Stan, or no, I'm sorry. Uh, so, Chef and the Cartmans, they get to the castle, and they find out that where they were going to meet are Chef's parents! Yay! We get to see Chef's parents again! So, Chef introduces them, and they explain what's going on. So, they were cooking a pot roast um, to have for dinner, and... Chef's mom starts going like, Oh, well, you know, I was, you know, I was going to have some pyros, and, you know, I was going to make some stuff for dinner, and, you know, until you guys came, and, you know, we're just going to come on, and, you know, going to have a good time, going to have dinner, and everything, and everything. So, Chef's mom comes back, and she's dressed up in, like, this witch doctor voodoo kind of outfit, and they start to work on Eric. Meanwhile, back in New York, Kyle is going to Juilliard, and he's got the stereotypical Jewish beard, um, and Stan's trying to convince Kyle not to go, not to do this, and, and then some of the other people come around, and they're like, John Edward. Oh, he's great. He talks to the dead. And Stan's like, no, he's not. He's not that great. He just does cold reading. And, you know, other people come around and Stan's like, okay, look, I'll show you. I'll show you how he does this. So he picks a lady and he talks about the month of November. And the lady's like, oh, November. Oh, my God, November. It's a, it's a, it's a important month. And it's like, uh, your dad, your dad's talking to you. Oh, yeah, my dad. My dad's birthday's in November. And Stan keeps going, oh, uh, he says to not worry about some money. And then she's like, oh, we're, my sister and I, we're having a disagreement on the inheritance of the money. Oh, my gosh. So a couple other people come over and they're, you know, surprised about how Stan is a psychic reader. And this guy comes over and he's like, hey, kid. How would you like to have your own TV show? And they end up giving Stan his own TV show, his own psychic TV show. So Stan comes on and he's like, okay, folks, 
I just want to explain to you that what I'm doing is a cold read. Um, I'm going to do this and I'm going to show you that this is how things work. So he picks a person and he does this thing and the people are impressed. And then one of the funniest things, I, I swear to this day, one of the funniest things ever on this show is Stan goes to the audience and he's like, okay, folks, I want you to take a step back and then everybody takes a step back. And he's like, no, not literally. So that was so funny. It was just perfectly timed. Meanwhile, back at the house, um, they are performing some sort of an exorcism on Cartman to get the soul of Kenny out of him. So they're performing this and you know they try you know they try to get him out and it's almost coming out and then all of a sudden bing what was that? Oh the potatoes are dead. I gotta go get the potatoes and the dad's like why are you getting the potatoes woman there we are in the middle of an exorcism why are you getting the potatoes? Oh, but, you know, I gotta get the potatoes out of the oven because, you know, I don't want them to burn. So, they end up getting the soul of Kenny out. And then they ask for a sacrificial child. And they're like, huh? Oh, they don't have a sacrificial child. So, the soul of Kenny starts bouncing around all over the place. And they're trying to catch the soul. So, we come back. And then we get this. Rob Schneider, dirty derpy derp, derpy derp, dirty derpy derp, dirty derpy derpy derp. From the creators of Dur, it's der derpy derp da tilly derpy derpy dum. Coming to a theater near you, rated PG-13. Man, Rob Schneider just is getting torn apart in this episode. You know, I, I, um. I, I did a recent episode of Untitled Movie Project, one of the more recent episodes, um, where I made... It was a fan-requested movie, and the movie was down Periscope. Uh, for those of you who've never seen that movie, uh, it stars Kelsey Grammer. Yes, Frasier tried to have a movie career. And Rob Schneider is in the movie. Um, and in the movie, he's... An annoying pain in the ass Navy um, lower ranking. He's like the second in charge. And God bless Rob Schneider. He tries. He tries. That's all I can say. <laughs> so Stan has a talk with Kyle in Juilliard. And he's trying to convince him to leave, but Kyle just won't go. So as Stan leaves, John Edward is at the door of Juilliard, and they have an argument, and they end up having, or they're going to have like a psychic showdown, and this just creates a lot of tension for what we're about to get. Meanwhile, back in Scotland, the spirit of Kenny is still bouncing around. And Chef's mom tries to give the spirit tree fitty. 
No woman, why are you giving him no tree fitty? You know he's not gonna take no tree fitty. Well, I was just trying to get him, you know, to start, so maybe if I gave him tree fitty, you know, it would work. So eventually, the spirit lands in the pot roast. And they're all shocked, and it's like, oh, well, I guess Kenny's in a pot roast. I'll just go get the tinfoil and, you know, wrap it up and, you know, it'll be all good. So now we go to this battle of the psychics between Stan and John Edward. And they try to get something started here. And Stan's like, folks, I don't know why you're believing this guy. You know, all he's doing is trying to get into your life and mess up your life. When really, you shouldn't be worrying. You know, why would you? And, you know, he's basically trying to convince them that this guy's not the real deal. So, all of a sudden, this spaceship comes crashing into the studio. And there are these aliens. And they look for John Edward. And they meet him, and they say, John Edward, you have been selected from the Milky Way to be represented for the biggest douche in a universe award. And it's like, what? And, you know, John Edward's like, I'm not a douche. I'm not a douche. So they take John Edward into the spaceship, taking him to this award ceremony. So Kyle then pulls off the Jewish beard and you know, he's fine, he's better, and they can go home. Speaking of going home, Chef and the Cartmans, they go back to the Denver airport, and Cartman's pissed off because of the long flight. Well, wouldn't you be? You're going from Skyland to possibly a stop in New York, and in the New York to Denver. That's a pretty long flight. So then, they ask Chef if he has the pot roast. And he's like, no, I don't have the pot roast. I thought you had the pot roast. So they go back into the airport to try to find the pot roast. Meanwhile, Rob Schneider was in an airport getting his luggage until one day he had a pot roast and he started eating it. And now he's an eight-year-old boy. So the spirit of Kenny is now in Rob Schneider. And it's a commercial or a trailer for the movie Kenny, starring Rob Schneider, rated PG-13. Oh my gosh. Again, poor Rob Schneider. So then, we end the episode. You'd think that would be the end of the episode, but it's not. Because we now go back to the biggest douche in the universe award program. <laughs> and... They do the nominees for the category, the biggest douche in the universe, and it's a bunch of aliens and other type things. And John Edward is one of the nominees. And the winner, John Edward! And they take him up, and then they start singing, Here he is, the biggest douche in the universe. There's no one else who is douchey. You're the king of douchedom. So they're singing this song, and there's a picture of John Edward as the trailer go or the credits go. And that is the end of The Biggest Douche in the Universe. 
So what did I think of this episode? Um, the episode is still as good today as I remember it was when I first saw this episode. It's a very good, very funny episode. Um, and you know, it, it's a shame that this episode isn't, you know, it's going to be near the top, but it's not like the best episode of this season because there are so many good episodes of this season. Um, but it's such a good episode. It's really funny. And it, what I like about it, besides the main plot, which is John Edward and Stan, well, actually, you have two main plots if you think about it. The other one being getting Kenny soul out of Cartman is they go and they get the soul of Kenny out of Cartman. And it's like, okay, he no longer has the soul. What's going to happen at this point? That's the $64,000 question. And we'll have to wait and see because we have two episodes left in this season. This is going to get a very good score. It's going to get a very... It's Like I said, it is still as good today as it was when it first premiered 15 years ago. I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. So, where did the idea of this episode come from? The idea for this episode came from learning how cold readings takes advantage of people. Watching this asshole, John Edward, and this is written on the South Park site, by the way, take advantage of people who thought they were really talking to their dead relatives seemed extra cruel. Uh, other production notes. At the time of this episode's original broadcast, Rob Schneider was about to star in The Hot Chick, which, if I remember correctly, Rachel McAdams, yes, the very lovely Rachel McAdams, is in this ep or in the movie. Actually, I'll tell you guys real quick who's in that movie. Uh, Rob Schneider, Rachel McAdams, Anna Ferris. Oh my gosh! Let's look at all these people who end up uh, getting into this movie. Um, Matthew Lawrence, Eric Christian Olsen, Robert Davi, Layla Kensel, Melora Hardin, and M Michael O'Keefe. That's the cast. Uh, it was released December thirteenth, two thousand two. Had a $34 million budget, and it actually made money back. It made $54.6 million at the box office. So, it did pretty good. So anyway, uh, Hot Chick was about to come out, and he was recently in a movie called The Animal. The running gag is that all of the fictional trailers follow the same pl basic plot. A man is somehow transformed, whether it be into an animal, a woman, a stapler, or a carrot. This point is furthered in the episode with a trailer clearly showing a plot exactly the same as these, but with almost every word spoken in complete gibberish. The term derp that is used in one of the Rob Schneider trailers, and would later become a popular term on the internet, was coined by Trey Parker and Matt Stone where shooting the movie Basketball. A derp is a stupid joke that you could see a mile away, commenting on their criticism of Schneider's movies. Mr. Derp, for example, was the name of Chef's replacement in The Succubus. I'm Mr. Derp! Doo -doo. Asked about being parodied on South Park, Schneider responded in an About.com interview saying, 
I loved it. That was genius. I thought the only thing, they were too nice to me. When you're spoofed by the best in the business, that's an honor. Wow, actually. <laughs> wow, I did not expect that kind of reaction from Rob Schneider. <laughs> the episode title, The Biggest Douche in the Universe, refers to the self-proclaimed psychic John Edward and was referred to by Penn Gillette in his and Teller's show, Penn & Teller Bullshit. Penn and Teller are friends of Trey Parker and Matt Stone and have stated that this is their favorite episode. According to the commentary for this episode, Trey Parker described the creation of the episode as being centered on John Edward, who the entire crew of South Park Studios agreed was the biggest douche in the universe. That was until Matt Stone asked the question, well, what about Rob Schneider? Leading to the fictional trailers. Parker and Stone credit James Randi with Stan's explanation of cold reading. Um, okay, first off, I'm surprised Penn and Teller have never been on an episode of South Park. I would think they would have, but maybe they're too busy. Uh, let's dive a little bit deep into who John Edward is. Because, uh, you know, again, there are many of you, probably younger listeners, who have no idea who he is. John Edward, born October 19, 1969, is an alleged psychic medium. He has two children and is married. Uh, in his bio or here's his biography. He is the only son of an Irish-American police officer and an Italian-American working mother. Edward was raised Roman Catholic. Although Edward later stopped practicing that faith, he had said he never stopped feeling connected to God and is still closely connected to his Catholic roots. Edward once said, this is something that is driven by a belief in God. It's the energy from that force that I think allows us to create this energy. According to Edward, when he was 15 and a huge doubter in psychic abilities, he was read by a New Jersey woman who convinced him that he could become a medium. Later, Edward worked as a phlebotomist while pursuing a degree in healthcare administration at Long Island University. Uh, now, he published a book in 1998 called One Last Time. He related appearance on his, or his related appearance on Larry King Live later in the year prompted enough phone calls to overload the show's switchboard. The next year, he had a show of his own, which is crossing over with John Edward. From 2001 to 2004, Edward was the producer and host of the show Crossing Over, which had been syndicated and was broadcast on the Sci-Fi Channel in the U.S. and on Living TV in the U.K. Edward supposedly gave psychic readings to audience members. After that show, uh, his next show would be John Edward Cross Country, was broadcast on Wii TV from March 2006 to late 2008. In each episode after a reading, Edward is filmed visiting the person or people whose reading was televised along with their families to see how the experience has changed their lives. During the first season of Cross Country, Edward traveled across the U.S. giving readings to large audiences in public venues. In subsequent seasons, the show has been broadcast from a set similar to that used for Crossing Over. Now, one other thing. 
Shortly after the September 11th attacks, Edward began filming at least one special in which he met with some relatives of the victims with the intention of communicating with those who were killed. According to Edward's autobiography, he did not know that the producers had chosen the victims' families to appear on the show. The trade magazine, Broadcasting and Cable, sent a story, Psychic Plans WTC Victims Show, on the daily subscription facts sent to news media and TV station executives on November 25th, 2001. Steve Rosenberg, president of domestic uh, television at Studios USA, the company that distributes Edward's program, had tentatively scheduled the programs to be broadcast during the November sweeps period, but news of the taping sparked a national outcry. Both the Sci-Fi Channel and the Crossing Over with John Edward production office were flooded with phone calls and emails, some expressing outrage at the exploitation of the national tragedy, others at what they perceived as extreme tastelessness in search of ratings. Rosenberg initially ignored the criticism, insisting the programming would go on as scheduled, but within hours, he terminated his plans. Good job. Uh, you know what? I just want to say, before I get into uh, IMDb, who I think right now are some of the biggest douches in the universe. Uh, I think Kanye West is one. I think he's a pretty big douche. Uh, any politician who is a lying dirtbag, I think they're douches. Tom Brady's a douche. I think the Kardashians are douchebags. Um, God, there's so many. This could go on forever and ever if I wanted to. Um, hmm, who else would I consider a big douche? Jay-Z and Beyonce, there we go. Um, them? Uh, Hillary Clinton, I think, is a douche. <laughs> there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people, I think, that are D-bags, so. Okay, I'm not gonna keep this going. I'm going to get into IMDb and going to, going to look at the ratings and see what they thought. Of 1,692 people, the average rating for this episode is an 8.7 out of 10. To break it down, 579 people gave this a 10. 467 people gave it a 9. That's my score for this episode. 362 people gave it an 8. And 30 people gave this episode a 1. To break it down into the demographics, almost 1,300 males voted. The average rating for this episode for the males is an 8.7. Meanwhile, 109 females voted, and it's actually not too far behind. Their vote, or their average rating, is an 8.6. So this is, again, another popular episode only have one review, and it is from Gangsta Hippie. Gangsta Hippie wrote, This episode marks another appearance of Chef's mother and father. They first appeared in the season 3 episode, The Succubus. This is a fairly funny episode. Excuse me. In season 6, Kenny's soul gets trapped in Cartman's body, and in this episode, they try to get him out. Cartman is dying because Kenny's soul is in him. The doctors cannot find a cure, so Chef, Cartman, and Cartman's mom, okay, he got this wrong, go to Stockholm, Sweden to visit Chef's parents so they can perform an exorcism. 
Meanwhile, they visit a TV show where a man claims to be able to talk to the dead. Stan thinks this is BS, but Kyle gets influenced to go to a Jewish school because he thinks his grandmother told him from beyond the grave to go. Stan tries to prove it's BS, but then everyone thinks he has the same gift. This is a pretty funny and interesting episode of South Park. And like I said, this episode is still as good today as it was when I first saw this 15 years ago. That's going to do it for this week's episode, so let's get into the plugs. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. You can join the show's Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. Just type that in and you are right there. And if you can't find it, it's okay. Click on the link below and you are right there. And don't forget to visit my Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Bill's World of Podcasts, where your support, your, don your donations will help support not only this show, but other podcasts that I do, including that wrestling show, Untitled Movie Project, and Nostalgia Crew. Next week, the next to the last episode of this season, as I will be reviewing My Future Self and Me. Hmm, wonder how that's going to go. Hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. I am Bill, and you've been listening to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. Derpy derpy derp. derp.